Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, my patron peeps. Hey, patrons, make sure you, if you have the Patreon app uh, or you check out the website, I've been trying to do more of those uh, lens things, which is kind of like Snapchat or Instagram stories for Patreon. Uh, so make sure you check that out uh, and make sure ideally you're subscribed and listening to this in your RSS. If you're listening to this uh, like via the website or anything, uh, follow the instructions uh, over at Patreon, patreon.com, support.patreon.com. And you could listen to this in your podcast app. Uh, just a little bit more convenient, a little bit better listener experience. And that's what I want for you because uh, you support me so good. Thanks, patrons. And tonight's episode is made possible with the hard work of Carl W., who edits episodes, Chris Post, who hosts us in from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who does our theme music and edits episodes. Uh, Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him, uh, Jonathan Mann, song.jonathanman.net. Uh, do it for a special event in your life. Uh, do it now. I want to thank Kenny, Scotty, and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. And I want to thank Eric and the team at East Downed astounding work they've done on our website, which uh, by the time this episode comes out, should be up. It's, I'm waiting with bated breath. I cannot wait for you to see this new website. Yeah, so I want to thank uh, Eric and everybody over there. I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. The listeners have their own Facebook group. I want to thank the moderators over there. Uh, Laura, uh, Stacy, Keith, uh, Sarah, Julie, and Jennifer. And I believe that's it. What do you say we keep this show a-going? Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, you know, things you're thinking about, things you're feeling, things you're experiencing. If you're on the road uh, or someone you care about's on the road, maybe you're missing your, uh, your bay or your bow or your boo, or maybe you said boo boo hoo hoo recently and you say, well, uh, I'm having trouble getting to sleep. Whatever it is, uh, shift work, whatever, like, uh, uh, whatever it is, I'd like to help. Uh, I, I usually do that, uh, but those are all true things that could be keeping you up at night. And uh, I'd like to keep you company. I'd like to distract you. I'd like to make best bedtime or best time. I, maybe we'll talk about best time. I'm not sure what it is. I'll have to make it up in the next few minutes. Uh, but I'd like to make bedtime less of a chore, less of a rigmarole, in, in something you either say, well, it's not that bad. When I got scoots, bedtime's not so bad. Or it's something you could actually look forward to and say, well, scoots will goof around for a few minutes while I fall asleep. Uh, whatever it is uh, that's keeping me awake, I like the podcast because I know it's there for me. Now, if you're new, I'll just tell you right up front, give this podcast a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody, uh, but for 99.9% of the people it's worked for, they say it takes two or three times uh, before they say the first two or three times you're like, uh, what's the, what is this noise? And they say, well, it's creaky dulcet tones uh, because Scooch is trying to create a safe place. He's going to send his voice across the deep, dark night. He's going to use a lulling, soothing an acquired wall, walling and soothing. 
uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Those are also an acquired taste. You sleep with me. The only taste you acquire is to, to, you fall, while you're falling asleep. You say, well, I don't really acquire it, uh, but I guess I do. You're not required to, to acquire. Sleep with me. Where stuff doesn't make any sense, but it still has taglines. I guess we kind of dequire. Is there something called dequiring? Maybe we, that, that could be something we work on. What was that first thing I was going to talk about? Uh, but uh, oh, best time in, in dequiring. Maybe we'll talk about those. Uh, but if you're new, give it a few tries. See if it works. If you're Also, if you're new, structurally, here's what to expect. The uh, show starts off with a little bit of business. That's how we keep the podcast free and try to keep all our archives free. You can find all of that stuff. Uh, go right to our website. You wonder who sponsored the show? Sleepwithmepodcast.com. It'll be right there. And you can check out the sponsors there. Um, then there's an intro. Intros are around 12 to 13 to 15 minutes of me trying to explain what the show is to new listeners. Uh, but in a way that makes regular listeners uh, feel comfy and snuggle in or give them something to listen to while they're brushing their teeth, uh, while they're getting ready for bed, uh, while they're cozying in, you know, while they're, you know, maybe some people have two pairs of socks on, other people have zero socks on, whatever it is, uh, uh, the intro gives you time to do that or just to get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. And get comfy, get to puff those pillows, pull up those covers. There's also like the mystery thing with my, there's the mystery bard that does those lullabies. But sometimes my comforter does this mystery thing in my sheets. I mean, I guess it's when I don't make my bed in the morning. Uh, so maybe it's not a mystery. I guess mystery solved. Spoiler alert, I accidentally solved my own mystery. Yeah, but if I don't do that, and even if I get in bed and I say, Apparently, my bed looks fine. And then I go to pull up my sheet, and either my sheet is like, uh, it doesn't come all the way up, or I get my sheet up there, then I start reading. That's the last stage of my bedtime routine, by the way. Uh, that's when you could press play. But I'll be reading, and I'll say, well, I got my fan blasting. Maybe time to pull up the old comforter. And then suddenly I said, well, it's only half length. How did my comforter slip into half length? Uh, these are, they talk about, <laughs> what was I talking about other than uh, luxury problems? Uh, but that is a mystery. I say, what the heck happened? Hey, comforter, can you pull all the way up already? And then I'm testing a weighted blanket. So they got the weighted blanket down there. And uh, But this is some of the things I talk about in the intro, if you're new. And you say, well, this is kind of pointless. I say, yep, pointless meanders. Uh, you got it. Uh, check, check, and check forgetfulness because I already forgot. I think I was going to talk about uh, best time. In, oh, de, de, what do we call that? Defueling? No, it was something, not decoupling. I'm an expert at that, though. I'm a desperate expert at non coupling. Uh, but it, like uh, deflating. Deflating just doesn't sound very appealing. D, D, there's a lot of D, D's that are good, but there's one I said, why isn't there a D of that? I forgot, but let me um, finish with structure of the show. Then there's a bedtime story. Uh, after the intro is a bedtime story. Tonight we'll be talking about season uh, one, episode three and four of uh, The Good Place. 
uh, more about like the details in the show and, and stuff that came up that I noticed versus the plot or the jokes, which are the things you would want to watch the show for. Uh, this would be the stuff that you don't need to watch. The good place, the good place that's happening in the background. And you'd say, well, I would sleep through that if you were talking about it, Scoots. And I'd say, job done. It, check, check. It's best time. It's time to for you to get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. And for me to make bedtime less of a rigmarole. I was trying to remember. That's what best time is. Uh, where I put on my, you know, I try to do my best. Instead of my best, I take the T off. Because uh, it's a little bit, you know, you say best. It's less harsh. Uh, I always do your best. Uh, no, uh, what is what are the ones when you're trying to remember? Uh, what are those chords or scales or something? No, all good boys do best. Uh, do their best, uh, best, but I just do my best uh, to keep you company, to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, so you don't, this is weird. It's a podcast uh, that you don't really need to listen to, which I think I've made, I think I already made reference to that. Uh, yeah, it's here to be, be your friend, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie. I'm here, uh, as Paul Bay says, he, he may, if I had a bay, it might be Paul Bay. But he says creaky me- meanders. Uh, also, check out Paul's podcast, Big Loop, uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume your podcasts. Uh, where was I? I? I was trying to remember stuff I forgot. Uh, I forgot what we were going to de- de-do. But, it, like, in some sense, the, the intro is me deconstructing the podcast. Uh, I'm the only person I tried to deconstruct it and reconstruct it, both unsuccessfully. Uh, but, yo, it doesn't matter because you, you, you don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. I'm going to be here to keep you company. I'm going to be here to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to be here to be goofy but barely funny. Yeah, relatable but forgettable. Uh, and to be your friend because I've been there. That's the thing. I've been there tossing. I've done it all. Even in the past week, woke up a couple hours before my alarm. Uh, check. Woke up uh, 10 minutes before my alarm and thought it was a couple hours. But then I said, oh, boy, I'm going to can't wait to get right back to sleep. Uh, let me just double check what time it is. Uh, and it says, oh, your alarm's going off in five minutes. I said, oh, Mac, man. I said, I don't know if I said, oh, Mac, uh, but maybe I will start saying that. Oh, Mac. Uh, and uh, whatever other ones. Like I said, I can't even manage my own b- bedding. You see, what kind of what kind of battles do you fight in your regular day to day life, Scooter? Uh, we, you know, we're here with the uh, the betting report. I said, oh, well, good thing you picked the right person to interview. It's too bad you didn't interview me yesterday because I had a big mystery on my hands. Why my sheet and my comforter were different lengths, apparently. And I thought it was some sort of mystery. It probably conducted maybe an experiment, uh, but it turns out I just didn't make my bed. Even shaking it out, the old uh, uh, person like me, I, like even if I shake it out, my sheet and my comforter, my blanket, no, I don't have a blankie. I don't have anything against blankies. I just don't have a blankie. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if I've ever had a blankie, but I was actually talking about a mystery, uh, and it was solved by me just uh, saying, hmm, maybe if I make my bed, it'll be less of a mystery. Uh, anyway, excuse me, I hate to cut this interview short, but that's what happened. My uh, sheet or my comforter was short, and uh, mystery solved. I got to get back to this podcast intro.
so I'm here to take the pressure off of bedtime to keep you company. This podcast is definitely more than a little bit different. It's more than a little bit strange. It, it does grow on you. Or no, it grows near you. You know, it doesn't I don't even grow anywhere near you. I'm in a speaker or a headphone. You could adjust the volume. You can set an all-night playlist. You could set a sleep timer for 30 minutes or an hour. Uh, but I, if you need me, I'll be here till the end. That's the that's the mission of this podcast. Take your mind off of stuff. Uh, be silly, but you don't need to listen. Uh, but you know I'll be here. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, and if you wake up, you can't back, get back to sleep. I'm here. I'm here to help. Uh, give it a few tries. Uh, I really uh, work hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. I want to thank you so much for coming by. And if you could listen for a few minutes, this is a couple ways we keep the show going before we get to the story. All right, everybody. Tonight we're talking episodes uh, three and four of season one of The Good Place. And uh, they're both named after people. Uh, the first one's named after Tahani, uh, Tahani Al-Jamil. Al-Jamil. And uh, both episodes are named after characters, but not after Chidi, who opens uh, the episode at the board. He's at the big board. He's teaching Eleanor Ethics 101. Uh, Professor Chidi Anagonye, uh, Anagonye. Uh, and on the board is uh, Socrates, 470 BCE to 399 BCE. Uh, Plato, a student of Assis, a student, a student of so- Socrates or Socrates. Uh, I think of, I wonder if Bill and Ted and their ex- excellent adventure. I don't really remember it, uh, but they brought Socrates back. I think. Uh, uh, Plato, 428 BCE to 347 BCE, and then Aristotle, who's a student of Plato, 384 uh, BCE to 322. Let's see if I can figure out some of these ages. Uh, uh, 70 minus, uh, 470 minus 399 is 71, so that's an easy one. Uh, 428 minus 347. What is that? Uh, 53. Wow, they, they lived a lot of ripe ages. Uh, 53 plus 28 is like high in the 80s, I think. Uh, 70, yeah. Uh, 72 or something. And Aristotle, uh, 384 minus 322. So not quite a 40 would be 62. A 60 would be 80. So six, 60. It's still not too bad. 62, Aristotle. Uh, holy mackerel. I guess that was an age of enlightenment. Uh, but really, I hope you're watching uh, these episodes because really some good uh, humor in here. And a lot of details. There's other things on the board, but uh, Chidi's standing my way right now. Uh, but Eleanor has her notes, and she's drawing. She has a picture. If you, you really, I really didn't notice this for two or three times. There's a drawing of Chidi and her legal pad, but she's reading the note that she was left that you don't belong here. And not even, I, I, you know, I wasn't. I didn't. I don't have time to do screen caps, uh, but I'm pretty sure he's saying blah 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 blah. Like in a word bubble. Uh, let's see. Founder of Western Philosophical Dialogue. Uh, uh, Luster Virtue. I don't know what that says. Probably not Luster Virtue. Probably Virtue, though. 
a few other things to notice is there's a wooden driftwood sculpture in the apart in the in the house uh, the home uh, Tahani comes in with a big uh, plant tree it has like a, it looks like actually it's two plants technically it's a tree with a flower it could be a gardenia i don't know if that's a tree or a bush and then below it it has some sort of a fern or moss uh, so probably a really good air scrubber and she gives that to Eleanor as a gift. Uh, also, you can see when she leaves uh, that she is very tall. And I said, even as this is some sort of purposeful thing, the way they shot it, I don't know what this means, 1202, uh, 202. Oh, and this is something we, we needed to pause, uh, 1202 uh, or something. Let me see if I can go back. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, one Around 1 minute 22 seconds. You get a really good picture of uh, this uh, sketch clown, as I'm calling it. It's ba- it's definitely something based on another famous artist who I can't think of right now. And again, really creative. And I'm just noticing also, now that I have it paused, uh, so you have the sketch clown to the left of the front door over Eleanor's left shoulder, uh, kind of like an impressionist character, caricature, I can't say that word, caricature, caricature, you know, caricature without the middle thing that I'm fumbling. Uh, but there's also some sort of, uh, on her entryway table or shelf, there's some sort of thing. It could be a lamp. Uh, it has a lot of uh, fuzzy material on it, though, and it's gray. Uh, so it could be a sculpture. It could be some sort of uh, high-tech doorbell. And it could be a lamp that's not on currently. A wooden driftwood sculpture where a sketch clown. Oh, Chidi's got one of I couldn't think of what these things are called. I did afterwards. I called it a neck sweater uh, uh, with a jacket over it, a kind of a beige uh, neck sweater. Uh, but I think they're called, um, they're really called uh, turtlenecks. There's a great shot of uh, brilliant physical humor when, He's rendered speechless in this scene. And you really see the, the level of acting when you're watching it on mute, making a sleep podcast, even his posture. Uh, then we have a scene with Janet, more casual, Michael Spars. Um, oh, it's a more casual Janet uh, with uh, some of the joking, which is funny. Michael Spars, he has understood, oh, understated blue tie in pocket square and the pocket square has some highlights that match his lighter blue tie maybe a periwinkle on the tie i'm not ready to say that though more of like a gray blue and he does have uh black buttons on his shirt again it just adds to the look like if you have french cuffs do you is it when you have french cuffs do you have french uh buttons too and do you buy a shirt that way? You say, well, it, like, that would be confusing to me. Well, buying a French cuff shirt, but does it need a French chest? Like, do you call it a French chest? I mean, I don't know what a French chest is. That probably sounds like something like a, a duck prepared two ways, a French chested duck prepared two ways. But otherwise, I wouldn't mind having a French chest. Uh, or a che- I guess a chest you got in France would be a French chest. Uh, subtle, though, unlike my humor. Uh, there's roses on the table. Chidi also in the scene, you see, he's qualified to do sleep with me. 
is he goes on a few tangents, and they're talking about getting Chidi some new hobbies, which will be one of the through points of this episode. Uh, uh, Janet uses the term hump day. And then uh, this was unintentional, but I put Tahani's got a big globe, uh, which she does in her house. Uh, and I said, is it leather or some sort of, uh, I couldn't tell. Eleanor rolls in with a bushel of pears with a green present bow on it. You know, the kind with the sticky where you pull it off and you just stick it on the top of a present. I guess that's not, is that a bow? Uh, it's not a, it's made from ribbons, but it's a bow, uh, but it's not a tied bow. Though somebody had to tie it, but they, it's really stapled together. And that was green, but the pears go in the garbage. They get a couple of nice, uh, nice, uh, uh, views of the globe, but actually, this is interesting. Tahani actually lounges, uh, like a kind of like a painting. I'm not sure whose painting it would be. I want to say a Vermeer, but I'm not positive who was doing a lot of lounging. Yeah, uh, closed or unclosed. Uh, I'd have to bust out my Berger and see what he he has to say about this. But uh, she actually lounges instead of sitting. Or lying. She has it like what I would, I don't know what a chase lounge is, but her thing, she is more of a sofa or some sort of chair and she actually lounges in it. And you probably know what I mean. If you're a classical, you know, if you do, if you're from the, um, I guess this would say, well, people in the Gilded Age should lounge, but I'm thinking of uh, the Age of Enlightenment. Or maybe I'm getting the Renaissance mixed up in there somewhere. But she's in lounges, which looks very both classy and relaxing. And I say, well, that's a that's a look. That's a, I guess I guess from the intentional side of the show, brilliant. And they're going to have a little bit of bonding bonding time. And then we're back at Eleanor's. We see her coffee table with Tahani's tree on it. She's either having tea or coffee out of a very modern uh, teapot. And one thing about the good place you should know, you better like tea or like teapots because there's a lot of them uh, that I've been noticing. And this one is all glass or plastic. It's like a teapot within a teapot, like blown glass within blown glass or something. Uh, There's also like a long bowl, bowl thing. I don't think it's actually a bowl. But it's the kind of thing you would put your wallet and your keys and your paper in uh, when you come in, or it holds wicker balls. Like uh, that's the only reason it couldn't hold anything, couldn't hold chips, because uh, it's kind of shaped like a skiff would be, like a long and shallow. So I think the only thing it could really hold is wicker balls, uh, those decorative wicker balls we talked about last week. And I also put CRAP like that. What does this say? Oh, scene ends on Eleanor's plan. She she, she has a plan, which you got to watch the show. Oh, to bust a honey. There's her plan. Spoiler. Okay, then post ad. There's a willow tree. I didn't know if it was a weeping willow. And again, they're in a botanical garden. This seems like the Chinese garden part of the botanical garden. And then I said, is this a Portland Botanical Garden? And I was trying to think if I, like, uh, again, I'll have to look up the L.A. area Botanical Gardens. And some nice work by the extras here. There's a couple on a date in the background, and the guy is hiding the flowers behind his back uh, while Tahani and Eleanor walk. 
And I liked that. Tahani also has a big hat. Uh, it, it didn't seem protective, though. Um, like, uh, like that it would cover, like, block the sun from her ears and everything. It was more of a decoratively big hat. Uh, she also mentioned, uh, uh, that she's Baz Lerman's muse. And this is where she says the pr- proper pronunciation of her last name. Ah, Jamil, Jamil, uh, Ah, Jamil, uh, so Tahani Al-Jamil, uh, which I'm probably messing up, even though I tried to write it out and re-listen to it a bunch of times. And she says, ironically, my name means congratulation, beautiful. Yeah, then we have a flashback about Andy's coffee, which I didn't want my, my uh, childhood name associated with. Yeah, then at eight minutes, we get a scene with Janet, Michael, and... Uh, in about eight minutes, we had a scene with Janet, Michael, and uh, Chidi up a view of uh, a view from above, uh, a guess of uh, the good place, and you can kind of see mountains in the distance. There's a big lake. Uh, a good place is like seems a little bit too Hamlet-esque, like a French countryside. It's on the bottom right, and I said, I don't know if I got that French countryside. I mean, there's a European. If you go on the uh, Hollywood tour, you'll learn this. It's like a very European town center. It does look like it probably has decent swimming, and we do see a be- one of the beaches later, but there's lots of beaches. And I said, it looks like it may have good swimming. Not, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, if it's a good place, it should have good swimming. Uh, but it's uh, just great, like uh, incredibly funny joke writing. Uh, with GD and uh, talking about some of the things he deals with. Uh, uh, and then Janet, this is probably when, this is one of my favorite is when she's doing her fun facts. Uh, so it's a, uh, that aren't very fun. Uh, those are all at eight minutes. And she says, a fun, fun fact, a wheelhouse is part of a boat. Uh, a fun fact to Janet is me. Yeah, Tahani's rolling with uh, maple butter scones in an old school picnic basket. And I guess they're delicious. Then we go to a new uh, hobby for Chidi. Michael says extra, extra. Uh, Chidi Anagonye to assume position of editor in chief. Uh, And there's just a lot. Here's the article you'd write about you. Really funny, uh, like uh, different things. Uh, It's the Picayune Gazette. A good place neighborhood twelve fifty nine or one two three four five six seven eight. Yeah, the cost is three dollars. Uh, sport team wins medals. Uh, check oh, clocks. Uh, clocks looked mixed up on all the times. Uh, also, there's uh, some humor that uh, it was so tough to watch with a ten year old, but it was funny. Uh, tea and lots of cakes, like uh, the kind. Oh, th- th- this is like evening at Tahani's house. Uh, there's actually cucumber or finger sandwiches or something, uh, like a piano. I think some of the cakes or the cookies were what we would have at our piano recital, or what you'd imagine at least. Uh, and Tahani's got to go take her orchid bath, I think. Uh, to oh, the diary. Of uh, uh, Tahani Al Jamil, uh, Jamil. Uh, it has gold foil leather cover. Uh, then there's arc welding. There's a notice on the walls that says "Have fun!" Exclamation point. Uh, 
what is this? It's a mess, dude. Uh, to me. There's also a sign that says, make something cool. Uh, two weeks. Uh, I don't know what any of that means, but uh, more, just really funny. Chidi's uh, like, this isn't for me. These are, uh, uh, like, uh, these uh, hobbies aren't for me. I'm a, I'm an intellectual. Or I don't know. What, uh, he, like, he's a, like an ethicist, I guess. Uh, then he gets back to Eleanor's. He's feeling down. This is another uh, a great scene. He's feeling down. And he says, Eleanor, am I a good teacher? She says, yeah, I'm super ethical now. Uh, meanwhile, she says she has uh, the diary under her shirt. Uh, and uh, the plant hits the road uh, to Hani's plant. Cheaty uh, and cactuses pre-ad. I don't think that's cactus. Oh, yeah, it is. It is left. There's a cactus. Uh, a couple small cactuses on a wooden. I guess that's your Norwegian Icelandic style or whatever. Uh, Icelandic primitive. Even though uh, Tahani's plant, plant didn't make it, the moss uh, did fine. Or the um, uh, fern or whatever. And then he says, uh, to be good, you need to go- do good. Uh, things uh, not uh, something uh, throw sand uh, don't throw sand and uh, uh, the good place me me fasting infallible formula i don't know what me fasting means m-e-e-f-s-u ting is what my handwriting says uh, but it's probably something they're talking about infallible formula uh, then there's a flashback to Eleanor trolling her boyfriend or, at the time. She does have a bowl in her apartment for her keys and her mail, which she puts in. You know, anything, this was a really actually a heartwarming scene and important, I think, uh, for the story. Eleanor and Cheetah are sitting side by side. And Eleanor admits that good people make her feel insecure. And... Uh, uh, Chidi says, well, don't listen to me. My life's work uh, makes no sense. And uh, Eleanor says, uh, Michael does not know everything. And she says, Chidi, you, you know, you're a good person. You're good at, you're good at uh, teaching ethics. I had a big revelation at 1640 from last week's episode, too. The plastic uh, a deconstructed clown uh, sculpture I was talking about that's in the Pyrex container or whatever. Or whatever that thing's called, the plastic. Uh, I'm not sure it is a sculpture. It's even better. Uh, so if you tune in at 1640, it's kind of like a shadow clown sculpture. So there's a light projecting on it. So then there's a shadow of uh, a deconstructed clown on the wall. Uh, then Chidi's in Michael's office. I'm not sure if Michael's pawn sculptures have been moved to the other side of his desk or not. Uh, there's some sort of white floral candle or jar sculpture. Honestly, man, new beginnings. Uh, Dre returned. Tahani's sad. Uh, I don't know. So honestly, honesty, man, new beginnings. Uh, the diary gets returned. And she's talking about Gianyu, uh And then Eleanor and Tahani have a relatable moment. And... Uh, yeah, uh, Eleanor makes uh, Tahani uh, giggle cry, and she says, "Even your hugs are amazing." 
Then Eleanor gets goes home. She gets another hug from Chidi. The tree has regrown. And he, she says, you're a good teacher. He says, you're a good learner. Okay, this entering is pretty bad. Eleanor is uh, gathering. Oh, she's at the uh, conservatory eating, at the garden conservatory eating, uh, what's that stuff called? Frozen yogurt. Oh, the conservatory is behind her. Uh, Janet is living her truth and creating her bliss. And Eleanor and Michael, uh, uh, something, Nave, uh, Bowrand dots, uh, oh, bow tie red dots, uh, dark navy bow tie with red dots. Maybe if I go to the good place, uh, my handwriting will be legible. Then a margarita square, I know that's not what that is, uh, Mar- magenta, oh, it's magenta's pocket square. Uh, then Eleanor is home. She gets a note, meet me at town. She goes uh, to, to downtown, a good place. There's cobblestones. And notice the train station. Uh, there's, uh, you know, some mist. Uh, Gianni's there. Uh, he's a little, he's confident and calm. Uh, but, you know, the, the, these, these are early episodes, so don't read too much into it. Uh, and Eleanor says, please don't tell. He says, don't worry. I am fraction at home, and uh, I'm a fraction at home, and uh, but actually, what happens? I don't like. Uh, yeah, that's what he says. This is exactly what he says to her. I am like it's very. Uh, he says I'm a fraction at home, and uh, so a bit of a mystery. Uh, Hang out at uh, Cobblestones. I think maybe that's a song. Then 0002. So this must be the start of the next episode. Uh, oh, the fountain is lit from below by blue lights. I liked that a lot. Uh, playing on my screen is when uh, Cheaty hugs Eleanor. Uh, he's, re- he's really good at giving a hug, too. And the tree looks great. Uh and uh, let's see, blue lights, uh, uh, Jamie uh, and Michael, he has a peacock tie. Oh, that must be Giannio's in Michael's office. Uh, then he's telling Eleanor his theories uh, about space zoos, prank shows. Uh, he talks about a boy, a DJ uh, named Jason Mendoza. And uh, times uh, Jet Skis and Manatees uh, is a song he was famous for in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, amateur body spray inventor with powers of deduction. Also, I'm looking, this is still episode one. Uh, Tahani has uh, three different necklaces on, and it still looks good. I can't see it now because I'm just seeing the side of her. Yeah, she has like uh, an amber one. Uh, uh, it changed scenes. Uh, welcome. Uh, to the bottom of the barrel. That's what Eleanor says to Janu, uh, um, Jason. Uh, then the episode opens. Uh, then Tahani's g- gathering fresh orchids for her bath. Ty uh, uh, is a p- pastel plaid. At first, I change this later. Uh, and the spiked square maybe has some sort of impressionist flowers on it. Uh, and they talk about this successful uh, thing uh, 
fundraiser Tahani did in Barcelona. She corrects Janet and says, is she Barcelona? No, Barcelona. Uh, five, she got five Gwenties, I think, or, or, or something. It's so packed with jokes, this show, you can't even keep up. But Michael loves the idea uh, of, uh, of suspenders. Oh, he loves the idea of wearing suspenders. Uh, uh, 356, uh, Tahani, Tahani, uh, sticky to two ways, uh, Man and woman flowers like Mozart seducing someone. Okay, what well, this is is a chair uh, at uh, Tahani's house. Uh, I think Eleanor's there talking to Janu, and um, I, I couldn't tell if it was like uh, embroidered or or something. But like uh, into the chair, like a classical style chair you'd see at a castle or something. And it has a man and a woman in a garden. Uh, this is embroidered in there, whatever you call it, needle-pointed. And I said, is that Mozart, like, seducing someone? Yeah, then Janu talks about a bud, a places where buds hang. It's full of pizza boxes. It's got a beanbag chair. I think it was brown. And a big, there's, like, a big remote control on one shelf. I said, is that for a car, a remote control car, a plane? And we learn a lot about Janu in this, or Jason, because he talks about what he, he says he misses being himself. Uh, and uh, we see the kind of conflict between him being himself and the results he gets. And when he meets Acid Cat, a DJ, a super cool DJ uh, at a concert. Uh, and he's Jason. He's a DJ music uh, and he has a hat, and the guy says, hey, you're my same size. You can fill in his acid cat. Uh, acid cat's eyes have lights in them, the costume. He dresses up as a cat DJing. Uh, the good plant, the good plants, uh, oh, the good plates. That's the restaurant uh, Tahani's getting ready for. And uh, to be reflected frank, uh, uh, to be perfectly frank, uh, someone uses Chef Patricia. And Michael still has the same plaid tie as earlier, but I said it's less pastel and more spring colors. Uh, a couple of things from Chidi's Big Board of the Self. Uh, Lao Tzu, uh, knowing equals wisdom. Uh, David Hume, uh, 1738. Uh, b- book, uh, oh, book on a table called uh, Good People, Tough Choices. Um, David Hume, A Treatise on Human Nature. And Buddhist theory of the self. Those are all things uh, Chidi was hoping to cover today. And then they hear some EDM, and we see a barefoot Jacksonville Jaguars fan in a number five outfit dancing. And Tahani comes in to get her afternoon gloves. She drops off her morning gloves, which are white. Uh, oh no, those are, are her afternoon gloves. And she picks up her early evening gloves, which are navy, kind of dark blue. Uh, she also uses the phrase, a whisper in your snicker box, uh, which I would love to know if that's in parlance anywhere, but it means keeping a secret, a whisper in your snicker box. So start using that. Uh, so is anybody keeping a whisper in their snicker box? I guess it makes me think of knickerbockers or uh, those kind of things, but uh, a whisper in your snicker box. Uh, she also says, my heart is soaring, which I found very melodious. Uh, 
the main, the name, the memory, Janet uh, in background up to 104% perfect. Uh, oh, bud, a uh, hole. So let's see. The more, the merrier, the more the memory. I don't know. She's talking to Michael and Janet's in the background doing something. Uh, but Michael says things can always be up to 104% and perfect here in the good place. Uh, some, I think we're back. Oh, so we're back at the butthole. We see, uh, like, a, uh, uh, Jason has like this kind of sun globe. Uh, then we have a fl- flashback of acid cat Jason and his buddy, best friend Pillboy, where he again says, I have to, I gotta be myself, man. And then he introduces himself as Mr. Music, the DJ to the crowd. And personally, I enjoyed the music. Uh, Ian is dancing, but I guess I already liked uh, uh, Jason. Uh, so, uh, but the crowd does not like it. Uh, then we're at the restaurant opening. That's what uh, Tahani's been working on, the good plates. Uh, Michael's sporting a navy bow tie with some sort of uh, stitching or imprint or something. And either a black, gray, or a... Uh, uh, something pocket square. I put bucket square. There's a fireplace. There's a tea kettle above the fireplace and they're having everyone's favorite meal or whatever the, something they call it. Uh, and it's one dude, it's at 1210. One dude has uh, a fried chicken with gold foil on it. And there's a couple other good, uh, there's a roast chicken. Um, let's see what else do we have? Uh, this is at one table. There's a roast chicken. Somebody has like two cheeses and some sort of vegetables. Somebody else has some sort of all, like either, uh, another small roast. Uh, I guess it could have been, um, cooked on liquid too. Somebody else either has giant uh, peanut M&M, a bowl of giant peanut M&Ms or gumballs. Uh, Chidi has his grandmother's mafe, which is a uh, fresh perch, uh, slow roasted in peanut sauce. Also looks like it has like a bit of carrot in there, and the, even maybe that the uh, like with crispy skin maybe even. Uh, then there's tofu. That's what uh, uh, Jason uh, uh, has. Oh, so the tofu doesn't go over well. Uh, Michael has his suspenders. He shows them off. He's very happy about those. They have like some sort of print, like the paramecium print. Uh, I can't remember what that's called. I know it's a thing. It's called something else, but oh, I almost remembered it. But I used to call it, 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 I used to always call it the paramecium print anyway. Oh, that's when I saw the carrots in the mafe. Uh, three something orchid. Oh, three tiered orchid cake with gold print uh, and rib, a pink ribbon on it. And then this dude starts to tell a podcast level chicken soup story. Yeah, but they fade out of that, uh, and they cut into uh, uh, Chidi and Eleanor talking about using chocolate cake as a distraction. And then they fade back to the chicken soup story, uh, and the the dude telling the story, of course, has a much better ending that is exciting. Like how chicken soup saved the world. Where I was inspired by chicken soup to do something great, uh, Chidi tells Eleanor she broke broke everything. Uh, also, I didn't I did, like Eleanor has a really sweet leather jacket on. Uh, not at dinner, but after dinner. 
Uh, then we we're right back at Jacksonville at the harbor with Pillboy and uh, Jason. And again, he's talking about being himself. I should be myself. Uh, uh, Jason Mendoza. A uh, beautiful, unique uh, soul. And then they deal with the Acid Cat 3, one of, I guess one of Acid Cat's three boats, or the third version of Acid Cat's uh, speedboats. Uh, so that was fun. Then Michael is dealing with a sinkhole VR map on his desk, or above his desk, to the left of his desk maybe. And notice he has a black leather patent. Uh, I don't know what patent means, but a, like a black leather post-it holder or a sticky note holder. A fanciful wordplay. Uh, then we're in Jason's bedroom, and I, I said, is that a vacuum cleaner there? And there's a purple tapestry on a frame. And uh, he says, I didn't get into heaven to go to school, dudes. And if you pan to, oh, when you walk into Eleanor's house, though, uh, just to the right is, uh, is, uh, what is this? A final dove when you first come in. Fishtail dove. There's a raised cabinet, uh, with three plants in it. It's a planter. And it has rocks. It's waist high. Like right to the wall, like almost like a wall. But it's only about four feet long. And it looks really good, but I was wondering if it had any utility. Like, maybe there's a cabinet in the bottom, but I guess if you're watering the plants, you wouldn't want to put anything in the cabinet, if you're like me, because I would over or underwater. Uh, then they talk about ethics and different ways of saying that word. Uh, and they say, let's get cracking. And uh, Jason says, well, when do the football tryouts uh, start, uh, and does the school have a prom? Uh, which was very endearing. Uh, and Eleanor says, uh, thank goodness. Uh, uh, I've always, uh, like, uh, it's good to have, when you're not doing well at school, I can tell you this, it's good to have partners. And so Eleanor's uh, family, like, well, if I'm at school, it's pretty good to be at school with someone like Jason, who's a little bit uh, distractible and not as focused on... He's not results-oriented. He's about being himself. Uh, uh, there's also, like, I forgot if Jason's jokes about being a DJ in Jacksonville, Daytona, Tallahassee, uh, Tampa even. Uh, he Like, uh, even Miami, because uh, he, he believes in himself. Uh, and I guess it was funny. I, I thought it was also, like, he sometimes says these transcendent things, like a beautiful, unique soul. Uh, so that scene comes to a close, and then um, uh, there's a scene in a downtown or whatever at the town center on the notice board, which is like a notice pole. It's a, a kind of an octagon. What is it got? Six sides? Maybe it's a uh, septagon or something. And uh, Tahani's posting a poster for the good plates, uh, but there's also a train your cat, train your cat tricks. Uh, advertisement uh there's a coupon for gdpy the good places best yogurt 100 percent off ends never uh there's a, a massage uh massages i can't read the rest of the ad though uh a thing up uh food so good it ripped a hole in uh, the earth is what it says uh, uh for the good plates uh, which is uh, pretty funny and her poster of course looks the best too 
Yeah, let me see. I'm trying to see if I can see any of the other ones. Also, number five on the Jacksonville Jaguars is Blake Bortles, which I think Jason says his name at another point in the episode or one of these episodes. Uh, there's some, a couple other ads, but it, the scene moves so fast. Uh, yeah, so, again, there's always hidden cookies in this. And uh, then Tahani goes back and looks in the uh, looks into the sinkhole. And she says, wait, it's getting a little bit bigger here. We better get, like, uh, what's happening? And with that, the episode comes to a close. Uh, I also looked up Whisper in Your Snicker Box, which uh, it doesn't really have any. It just has discussions about the good place on there. Uh, but I think it's pretty, like, uh, your Snicker Box will be what you your mouth that you eat Snickers with. Or if you're snickering. I don't know if that's a word, snickering. And uh, whisper means you're whispering with your mouth. Uh, you've got a whisper in your mouth uh, that you're whispering when I'm not paying attention. Uh, a few other things to think about would be, uh, would, are you going to make mafe? Yeah, because that sounds pretty good. Uh, perch is a ta- it sounds like it's tasty. I would, like, I'm not, I guess if I had a choice between a bowl of gumballs or peanut M&Ms, I'd choose peanut M&Ms every day of the week. Here's something I haven't tried. Maybe I'll try this soon is to get Reese's Pieces and peanut M&M's like support both. I don't know if they're still separate companies, but I definitely prefer Reese's Pieces, uh, but I prefer peanut M&M's. No offense to any of the other products out there, but that's just where my loyalty falls uh, when I'm loyal to buying stuff. Uh, I, I did have some recent pe- Reese's Pieces within the last uh, two or three w- months. And I said, holy cow, I can't believe I haven't had these in a while. They're so delicious. Uh, so I guess if you're still with me here, uh, start to think about putting, so we, you're a day of wearing gloves if you were Tahani or some other classy character. You'd have your more, your, I guess you'd wake up with the gloves you put on for bed which would probably be some sort of moisturizing uh, glove, or part, part of the purpose. Then you put on your morning breakfast gloves, I guess. Or would you eat breakfast and then put on your gloves, your morning gloves? You could need morning gloves, too, if you're depending on what the activity is. Then your uh, lunching gloves. I'm sure if you're doing any lunching or brunching, those would... I think brunching gloves would probably be, those who say decorate the heck out of those. Um, uh, lunching gloves, your lunch might have a purpose, so you probably don't want those to be distracting. How about, mun- like it's snack time, I have some munch, these are my munching gloves. Those are actually, how- hey, uh, Cheetos uh, or Doritos, think about inventing those. Munching gloves, then you don't got to worry about that orange stuff. Uh, and maybe they could be made out of a, a snack, like a, like uh, some material that you see, well, you could still snack on it. You just don't have to snack on it. You just snack on the, the on it on the glove. Uh, so those would be uh, lunch and not late. What are those munching gloves? Uh, how about this? Was there ever manchichi gloves? Did manchichis ever wear gloves? You could clip one to your glove. Then there's afternoon gloves. So many silky gloves too to be thinking about in bed. A pillow made of gloves. If you're a bespoke pillow maker, uh, I guess you could have a pillow stuffed with gloves. That's right. Uh, or a pillowcase made of gloves, but ne- neither of what I said. 
but you could still say that a pillow made of gloves. And I guess that could be that could be like a gift uh, for Father's Day, like one of the ones that never gets used. Uh, you'd say, well, yeah, what's your father's career? We'll make a pillow made of gloves based on their career. Uh, that could be something you'd think about. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so slide on those gloves, those sleeping gloves, uh, and uh, slide your hands under your pillow or around your snuggle uh, pillow or your body pillow, or your pillow pet, or your stuffed animal, or your blanket. Dig in there. Get comfy, get cozy, and good night. I want to thank everybody who supported the show over on PayPal. Joan, thanks, thanks, and good night. Anne, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Chanel, thank you, thanks, and good night. Evan, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Bridget, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Jill F., uh, thanks, thanks, and good night. Carrie, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Hiking, thank you, thanks, and good night. And Jennifer S., thanks, thanks, and good night. And thank you, everybody, who supported us recently on Patreon. Uh, uh, some recent reviews over at Apple Podcasts. Uh, KRS Ashens uh, says sense of comfort. The other night I was listening, I heard the reviews. Uh, someone left a not a not a nice review, and it made me sad. Uh, so I said, "Hey, what the heck? Uh, let's see what they said." Actually, if the pod for some reason my Zoom is now okay. If the podcast isn't for them, just don't listen. Uh, you don't have to not be nice. I uh, love this podcast. Yeah, I've dealt with a lot of different things, and none of them, not all of them, would be easy, but the sound of Scooter's voice puts my mind and my anxiety at ease, and now I'm able to use it for sleepless nights at home. Uh, thank you. Uh, PDS says, Scooter rocks my socks. Uh, love your podcast. Helps me sleep well. Let you know uh, I've been dealing with some, some serious stuff, and your personal story is helpful to hear. Uh, good. That's good one step at a time, right, buddy? Uh, you haven't gone into it very much. I know you're in recovery and going strong. Keep it up. I told my group about your podcast tonight. It was a couple of members have time, a hard time falling asleep. Let's hope they give it a shot. Uh, thanks for all your hard work. Thanks, Petey. Uh, Ray R. says, almost never make it past the intro. Recommend this podcast to everyone. Tone of voice and meandering thoughts work well. Works out all the nuts in my mind. And uh, just enough to distract, uh, but I don't have to listen to what's next. Uh, Mello says, uh, happy, sleepy Aussie. Couldn't do it without you, Scooter. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Tony K says, amazing show. Been dealing with insomnia all my life. And, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, Tony. Uh, the other nickname, uh, was taken. Does not like the podcast. Uh, and they say, as usual, they say all the other reviews are not real. Uh, except for theirs. Uh, so that's good to know that, uh. And then so this uh, but this year's Haley two hundred twenty three oh five says very useful, so thank you Haley. I struggled with falling asleep. Uh, used to try TV, but that was too catchy. And this came across with the main goal of what I needed. Uh, it's nice to still listen uh, even when I can't sleep. Thank you, Miss Janie says one mind wandering trip genius. Thank you. Uh, Hannah R. says it works. I fell asleep before I could hear most of it, which I guess is the best review possible. 
Uh, the Flash uh, says, uh, one, two, three, sleep with me. Don't even make it past the intro. Or 20 minutes. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, that's it. If you want to review the show on Apple Podcasts, you know, sleep with me podcast. Just go to Apple Podcasts in your app on your phone or uh, on your desktop. You can review the podcast there. Uh, thank you so much for spreading the word. And also want to let you know, Sleep With Me is part of Night Vale Presents. Uh, and uh, there's a whole host of amazing, amazing shows uh, you could check out by a bunch of amazing, amazing people uh, at uh, nightvalepresents.com. And good night.